You are listening to the Lucha Central Podcast Network. And now, Lucha Central Weekly. Welcome to the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast. This is the podcast that covers news and events happening in the world of Lucha Libre, talking Mexico-based promotions and top independents, along with Luchador-related news from throughout the United States. The Lucha Central Weekly Podcast is part of the Lucha Central Podcast Network on LuchaCentral.com. This podcast and others from the network are also available on all major podcast streaming platforms like iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and more. And of course, a special shout out to our streaming partners at TheChairShot.com. My name is Miranda Morales, and I'm one of the co-hosts of the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast. And let me introduce you to the rest of the team. Introducing first, he is the dashing one, Mr. Dusty Murphy. Dusty, how's it going? Uh, it's going fantastic. How's it going for you, Miranda? I am doing well. And so well, in fact, I got to bring in the third member of that of this team, and that's who? 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 It is the one and only Brendan Barr. That's who. Hey, hey. Dusty, we did it again. We forgot to shout out the chair shot last week. Oh, uh, so. Yeah. <laughs> It's okay. I forget I to shut out the chair shot. For Miranda. <laughs> we fall apart without you, Miranda. So. No, no, not at, not at all. Um, I heard the, the last week's podcast was great. Um, I unfortunately wasn't able to make it, but I know you two had such a good episode. So good, in fact, it made it to uh, the podcast <laughs> room charts in Panama We're out of all that, places. Huh? Yes. In Panama. Top so, 15, was it wrestling? Was that the category? I believe so, yes. Yeah. The uh, the boss, I, uh, yeah. Kevin Kleinrock, reached out to us and let us know that we made some dents uh, in the Panama streaming market. So you guys are doing something right. Unexpe- well, yeah, yeah, because you're, you're still blaming us, even though it's a, <laughs> it's a team effort. I am sure that the, the Spanish... Uh, our Spanish sisters sister podcast has a, a huge contribution to that as well. Yes. Well, um, <laughs> still, you're right. It, it is the team effort, but a special shout out to uh, our listeners in Panama. Muchísimas gracias. We yes. hope you enjoy the Hello. show. Um, and to anyone listening to the podcast, wherever you are, we hope you uh, enjoy this week's show. A lot to pack out. I mean, I would say especially the first part of the show, we got a lot of good pieces of information, some tidbits to share. Um, we are going to be sharing the results of the Pro Wrestling Revolution show that happened this past weekend, as well as some AAA news, big, big WWE news. I don't know if you've been living under a rock, uh, but a very big (laughs) announcement made for the Hall of Fame and uh, also some odds and ends from MLW. So we got the the canvas covered this Ah. week. It's news. It's uh, 
good to be back to this format. So let's go ahead, jump in with news of the week with Brendan. All right. Yeah. So I'm going to start off with a news story that was so big, we didn't get to cover it on our interview with uh, with Gabe Ramirez because it was so big we couldn't talk about it yet. And that is that Pro Wrestling Revolution is going to be headed down to Jalisco, Mexico on May 28th. Like, that's all we know. Like, that's how hush-hush people are with this information. That's all we know. But they're gonna, you're gonna take as many of those stars down as possible, I'm sure. And then this will be a unique opportunity for many Mexican wrestlers who have not, uh, gotten their visas through Mass Republic yet to, uh, to work with them. So you'll get to see some unique matchups and a really, really interesting card i guarantee because that means you know uh, if you have some of your regular guys that are at the high end of the card that means you'll have dr wagner and jalisco um on you know we have uh they've they've had uh rayo de jalisco jr at the pwr shows i am speculating madly here but i just want to add some hype to this because uh this is really big and i'm excited for it uh, so once again, that's going to be May 28th. Keep your ears open. We will give you more details. I am sure, uh, I'm sure we will have much to talk about in the weeks to come on that one. Yeah. And, uh, make sure you're following Pro Wrestling Revolution on social media, uh, PW Revolution on Instagram and Twitter, I believe. Um, they just released the, uh, visual, the graphic of this show, but we anticipate seeing some talent announcements, uh, within the next few weeks. No, no. Everything I said is factual. <laughs> 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 no, uh, they do. They have worked with all of those wrestlers, but yeah, to Miranda's point, we don't know who's going to be there. We don't yeah, know. We the don't, yeah. yeah, we don't know. We don't know the, the semantics yet, but we, you know, we there's definitely some betting odds that you could have um, on there. So, but uh, we'll know more in in the coming weeks. Um, also, for those of you who uh, have been following the indie circuit attempted return. Of, uh, of Daga, he has, uh, he is a knee injury now. Conan confirmed that on his podcast. So if you were excited to see Daga in the next like four to six weeks, probably don't look for him, uh, on, on the card right now, unfortunately. Uh, I, you know, I, I never want anybody to languish with an injury, so I wish him a speedy recovery. But, uh, he's a strong young man, so I have no doubt that he will be fine with just a, mere knee injury um my final news story is uh one we're just gonna just kind of barrel on through we don't have a lot of details on it uh, and there's not a lot to be said on it so we're just gonna go with the facts here uh ngd trios champion one of the members quatrero was uh arrested after a, a show in agua caliente he's been charged with femicide which is a it's basically attempted murder uh, with ge- with gender involved in it. Um, so apparently the accusation is during a dispute with uh, with another wrestler uh, that he made some sort of violent action, and uh, and there is believed to be intention behind it. Is why the arrest was made. Um, they were originally saying that because he's a wrestler that this was, uh, it, they were going for the more aggressive charge of femicide rather than, uh, an abuse charge. Uh, 
so that's where we are right now. No charges have uh, no uh, action has been taken there. AAA has not made a statement on this yet, so we don't know what their plans are for him going forward with him and his uh, trios partners. And uh, that's that's what we've got. So uh, we will keep our ears open on that one. Uh, but that, those are the facts as we have it right now. Uh, so with that, I'm just going to move us over to the indie roundup. Uh, we had... The luchadors were out and about last last month, uh, and uh, we, uh, for those of you who are keeping track or waiting for us to to do it, we we have not finished watching Fantastica Mania yet. So we will give you Fantastica Mania results and opinions. Dusty and I are both trying to to watch that, but some of those uh, some wrestlers were in uh, were in uh, Germany for WXW's 16 karat gold tournament weekend. They had a three night event on the first night. We had commander against Ares to, to move ahead in the tournament. So once again, that's the luchadors fighting each other in the first round. You could have two luchadors in the second round guys. It's okay. Um, commander got the win on that one. And then uh, Commander wound up losing the next night against Ehura, um, and then uh, who was the eventual runner-up to for the title. And then that on night three instead we got a trios match which involved the Frenchadors, Senza Volto and Eigel Angel Blanc, um, and with Commander against Ares, Fuminori Abe, and Trey Miguel. Uh, I don't have results for that one. I just have that it was a match, and some people said it was really good. But there you go. That's that's your 16-karat gold event. But uh, here we go. I'm going to toss this over to Miranda, because I know that that's what people are waiting for. We've got some <laughs> results from a really hyped show that we talked about a lot. Yes, uh, Pro Wrestling Revolution made their return to San Jose uh, this past Saturday, March 11th. Sold out crowd, um, which was wonderful um, out the door. So a big thank you to all of the wonderful people in San Jose. Um, it truly is the home of Pro Wrestling Revolution. And to have their first big show of the year back in San Jose um, was something really, really special. So, um, yeah, we gave you the preview a few weeks ago for it, but I wanted to give you a kind of a roundup of some of the match results uh, for that show. Uh, let me start off with our trios match. We had the team of the Lucha Horsemen, uh, which was the team of Papo Esco, Necrosis, and uh, I believe it was uh, Vaquero Fantasma. Uh, versus the team of Nikki Savage, El Primo Genio, and Diablo Azteca. The Lucha Horsemen came out victorious. Uh, we had another matchup. Um, we'll go through. Uh, this was the four-way for the Pro Wrestling Revolution Openweight Championship. Uh, champion Vinny Massaro uh, was in a pretty big fight uh, against three other competitors. Uh, we had Kukui. Gravity and Xavion Jr. Now, those fights uh, in the open weight title division are always a show stealer and 
Uh, Gravity, I have to say, was definitely one of the show stealers in that match, as well as Kukui, um, someone who has a, a bigger statue, but um, very agile. Um, you can tell where, you know, Gravity trains from uh, based off of his moveset <laughs> and his insane strength for someone of kind of more of a linear stature. Yeah. Um, I said, oh, that has Bandito written all over it. <laughs> it's like they're related or something. Yeah, gosh, who knows? <laughs> um, but even against those odds, uh, Vinny Massaro won, um, and he is still your reigning uh, open weight champion. We also had a three-way tag team match for the Pro Wrestling Revolution Tag Team Champions. Uh, your previous uh, holders, Los Hermanos Lee, vacated the championship back at the end of December when Dragon Lee uh, officially signed with WWE. So now we had a three-way to determine your new tag champions. You had the team of Los Elementos, uh, which is the team of Rey Oros and El Viento. We also had uh, Dave Dutra. Why should you visit TheChairShot.com? TheChairShot.com is your home for hard-hitting reviews, news, opinion, uh, and analysis. And this match Adam. was insanely fast Why? and furious. Because so you're smarter than the average these, fan. Uh, TheChairShot.com. To go that way, Always but this one in particular was insane. Um, hey everyone, it's Denise Salcedo here in Lucha Central Central with a reminder of where and when to catch all of the great um, network content this week. This is Get the full lineup US and listen to title. all of our shows in the podcast um, network one. section of luchacentral.com. I'm pretty sure it was Tuesdays, me. I think Mad I Max Max and Mayhem yeah. takes you inside the world yeah. of Lucha <laughs> Underground yeah, as they take you weekly through the series with the benefit of hindsight and the benefit of special guests from the groundbreaking series. Check out the premiere video stream every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern on the Lucha Central YouTube channel and at luchacentral.com. Then listen to it on your favorite podcast platform every Wednesday. Tuesday nights live at WrestleBots, where Fabi Chulo talks MMA and pro wrestling with special guests and listener Collins. Visit WrestleBossLive.com Tuesday nights at 7 p.m. Pacific to listen live or call in with questions or download the show on podcast platforms on Wednesdays. Wednesday nights live on Facebook, it's Spanish show La Mesa de los Margaros, giving you both the news and the cheese made from around the lucha world. Special guests and a whole lot of fun make it one of the most talked about shows in Mexico. Thursdays, it's Straight you know, out of the bodega with Paco Esco in, in and PWR promoter um, Gabriel Ramirez, and they have guests really, from throughout the uh, wrestling world pull up to give an inside look into their careers. From indie standouts um, to television superstars, each week brings a new name and with, perspective. You know, On Friday, it's your double dose of well Lucha Central Weekly trained, podcast. Uh, One in English, she, y el otro en español. Lucha Central uh, Weekly is where you'll you know, find all the end, top stories of the week, both inside and out of the ring from Mexico and anywhere luchadores are in action. Across the globe. Yeah. Be sure to subscribe and follow all your favorite another, Lucha Central Network series on your favorite podcast platforms, either by their yeah. own series no, name this is or still, I mean, subscribe the to the Lucha that, uh, Central Podcast we, Network show pages to get all of the shows in one easy feed. And please consider giving a rating so to help more fans find the shows is, that you love. You know, For now, is awesome. this is Denise Salcedo so signing just, off from Lucha Central um, Central. Have a great again, week. Again, I'm still.
Lucha-masks.com by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Bringing you in partnership with Mask Republic, the Lucha Brothers, as well as Japanese legend Ultimo Dragon. Go to lucha-masks.com and fight Lucha Strong with masks from your favorite Lucha legends and Pro Wrestling Revolution a chair style and represent your favorite luchador. Get yours now at lucha masks.com powered by Pro Wrestling Revolution. Thank you as always to Denise Alfredo who brings us this lucha central central letting you know what's happening throughout the lucha central podcast network and coming to his family's defense. Now we're getting into the depth of challenge Kratos and possibly Border Patrol for a future match. So the Wagner legacy is kind yeah, of running wild been, through pro wrestling revolution. Me, if you've been on social um, media lately, this name week at all, because apparently I've been saying it wrong for two years now. Well, I can't. I, you know what? Though? I don't know. Social, I'm per, saying it right. Social media personality, <laughs> Adrian Marcello. It's been on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram reels. How do you Everywhere, quite popular. There's been quite a bit of debate about whether or not it's real. It could be Galeno. I, yeah. If you had that, any question, I, I have to double check. I'm not. I, I, I may be missing uh, a syllable in there. Uh, uh, it's the bad doctor, Adrian Yeah, that little. I, I could April, be missing Adrian the L completely. Um, but in any way, that's still a pretty a big surprise for the Angel pro wrestling revolution audience. Um, did not he really threw that. him through the um, desk. But the desk was yeah, literally made of styrofoam. You can see it. And then in our main event, we had. Some kind of flip Makes it over no the less exciting. <laughs> Very cool. Uh, Adrian Marcello is not much of a star um, here, but he is wildly uh, popular in Mexico, especially off of the in the Monterrey <laughs> area. And this is going to be kind of a the big walk- match. Make sure you follow Pro Wrestling Revolution on, on social media where so you can see that clip. So um, cool but Tralistico getting the win. And, and, and exciting um, that it got so much. In Mysterioso. Yeah. So I think Tralistico is really, you know, this was his first you know, big match um, on his back from his tour in Japan with Pro Wrestling Noah and his first match um, in Pro Wrestling Revolution as a singles competitor since um, Dragon Lila. So as we kind of talked about in the the conversation with Gabe and in our predictions, um, this definitely was a standout moment or or we knew this was going to be a standout match for Um, Dali Siko really um, solidifying himself as a singles competitor. So I see him definitely trying to make a run for the Pro Wrestling Revolution Heavyweight Championship sometime in the near future. And or the, the open weight he's gonna have most of or the Open Weight Championship 
really as, as well too. Yeah, I just yeah. see him kind yeah. of going and for some really of the more, for you know, the, the bigger Generally when next they bring steps. In a celebrity, but, um, and, and I don't, you know, mean to again, who knows? That dirty uh, he's truly Jeff a, Jarrett, you know, but it's always a big um, headliner within uh, <laughs> pro wrestling revolution. He really, you know, but I will. I just, they've had so many big guys win that title recently. It's never like an actual see another.
The Undertaker, although he's not yeah, so, uh, at that level don't, of popularity. Don't forget, so he's make sure that you do listen to the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast because we will keep you updated on everything that's happening with independent promotions like Pro Wrestling Revolution. And if you are a pro wrestling fan, independent wrestling fan, make sure to get our social media information at the end of the show because we will be letting you know how to get in contact with us if you want to share any information with us about any independent wrestling promotions, shows, matches. Um, we feel would like to cover, in that vibe um, on a future edition of yeah the, i mean maybe what the undertaker up. was in the 90s so like he has with that vibe we are going to gonna move yeah. on to you know yeah. what time I mean, it is it is time to kick cool. it off to denise alfredo who brings us this week's i'm Lucha excited to Central see this Central. match maybe more than most of the matches just because it's a it's a big platform for him and this is the kind of thing that's going to catch fire on the internet. And the fact that they're trusting Chessman to do it tells me he's going to do something crazy. Like you got to have a big crazy spot if you're going to go viral with the social media star. Right. So I, I, I'm very excited about this. I think it's going to be a heck of an exciting match. Very cool to play out. I, I, yeah, can't say enough about how excited I am for this one. It really cool stuff going on for Chessman. It has um, the potential to be a show stealer on that that car. It Absolutely. does, and, and if you watch that clip of uh, of Marcelo with Garza, he has like perfect control when he sets him up like he might do the pile driver. And I mean, he has <laughs> a lot of body control. He's allegedly undergone a lot of training and lucha training. You know, at least I have, I have no doubt. I mean, he's yeah. in. He lives in Monterey, and there's so many good people that can show him. Because, you know, we talked about this with Jerry Villagrana. Like, we, if you make it in Monterey, you can make it in, in, in the Mexican scene. So there are so many good trainers up there as a result of that sort of thing. Yeah, and big night again. That's Triple Mania Monterey that we're expecting it for. It hasn't been announced yet, but that will be April the 16th. And Monterey, and presumably that will air on Fight. There hasn't been a whole lot of AAA coverage on Fight lately, but that seems to be one of the main things they're going to cover this year is allegedly the uh, Triple Mania shows, and there was one more that has escaped me. There was a rumor going around. But, yeah, the, the Triple Mania shows are the, the big shows, uh, April the 16th. Also on that card, we have a 10-man steel cage match with Laredo Kid, Antifaz Del Norte, Octagon Jr., Viano 3 Jr., Mysticis Jr., Arginas, Aerostar, La Parca Negra, Trilistico, and Taurus. Crazy match. After the match, <laughs> so final insane. two participants will be in an Apuestas match, mask versus mask. And, wow. yeah, right. So that's going to be the launching point based on those names. It's the launching point for the next level of somebody's career. Somebody's going to take somebody's mask on a triple mania and they are going to be a huge deal as a result of that. And I, if, depending on who it is, that also, I mean, that's got, that's the one that's got me excited. All those guys. Uh, I want to see Tarus in the final. I think, yeah. I think that could be a good one for him. Yeah, I agree. Very exciting. And 
he, he, yeah, he, he's just so ever present in some of our favorite matches that I think <laughs> him being in the final guarantees a match of the year contender. I mean, on yeah. the big stage like that. And Almost, yeah, yeah. If you see, mark our words now. If we're watching that and you see Tartus make it to the final, you're like, okay, here you go, guys. You said he was going to be a match <laughs> of the year. So. Yeah, very cool. Also on the card, we have a Copa Triple Mania, Team Mexico City versus Team Monterrey. Then we have a t- two tag team matches. For the Guerrero de Rivalidades tournament, um, Blue Demon Jr. and DMT Azul versus Rouge and Luchador Sapresa, and then Pinta and Alberto El Patron versus Sam Adonis and Psycho Clown. So, uh, I don't know if you saw this. I didn't mention this before the show. They did release a poll on who they wanted, Rouge's part, uh, who the public wants to be Rouge's partner. Uh, and, um, so if the public has their way, it's going to be LA Park. Mm. Ooh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right. And they've Does been Triple trying... A have LA Park a place to snatch money? No. Because, <laughs> I mean, he's not, he's not getting in there for a little bit of money. He's getting yeah. in there to get paid. <laughs> it's true. It's true. That may be why it doesn't happen, but. Or Roosh may be leaving bald. <laughs> <laughs> no, come on. That hair, oh, that so, hair's not going yeah, anywhere. It's a beautiful head of hair. Like, it's a beautiful head of hair. That hair's not going anywhere. And that hair is, is you know, making its rounds in the U.S. So <laughs> whoever whoever's supposed to, to lose, they're, they're losing because that hair's not going anywhere. <laughs> guarantee. Money, money back guarantee. Uh, yeah, great looking card for Monterey. Very cool. Like I say, you can add Chessman versus Adrian Marcello to that card. It's going to happen. It just hasn't been announced yet. Cool stuff going on. April the 16th. Like I said, not announced for fight yet, but it'll probably be on fight. Well, we'll keep an eye out on that as well as much more news coming out of AAA over the next few weeks. But we got to transition to WWE because we had some huge news coming out of WWE regarding the Hall of Fame. And specifically, the first name announced for this year's Hall of Fame ceremony. Yes, last week on the most recent SmackDown as we record this. Rey Mysterio was announced as the first inductee into the WWE Hall of Fame. I believe that he's also, aside from like the, the weekend that Ric Flair was inducted and whatnot, the first active wrestler being inducted to the Hall of Fame. Of course, all that could end at WrestleMania. Um, we haven't seen anything develop much further with the match between him and Dominic for WrestleMania. Again, on Raw this week, Brave Mysterio refused to attack Dominic, refused the match. But Dominic's godfather, Conan, is going to introduce Ray at the Hall of Fame. And how do you make Ray more mad and get him to, to fight you than to disrespect him and your godfather at the Hall of Fame? So I predict we will see Dominic act a fool at the Hall of Fame to get the match. I don't know how, but I think that's how it plays out. And very cool for Ray. 
at this point, Rey Mysterio is like a living legend. I mean, he's like, I don't know who, maybe The Undertaker. I mean, he is a legend in his own time, and people who don't know wrestling or don't love wrestling know who Rey Mysterio is. My first experience with the Lucha Mask was actually a Rey Mysterio mask, but anytime you wear a Rey, like any kind of Lucha mask, especially during the pandemic when uh, Lucha Dash Mask, Lucha Dash Masks, there we go, was making masks. Like, anytime people would see it, the number one question I got asked, no matter what mask it was, was, is that a Rey Mysterio mask? Yep, all the yep. time. That's the first Every time. thing people said. And and so that, like, even people that don't necessarily know the word luchador, they don't understand Lucha Libre, they know who Rey Mysterio is. He just stands out. And he's, I mean, in my opinion... And, and I've said this before on the show. He is the most important luchador of all time. Santo, obviously, big deal. He came before Ray, but Ray has taken lucha to a global yes. advantage that Santo never had. Santo was huge in Mexico, but Ray is huge everywhere. And so, so I have a name that rivals that. I don't think it quite reaches it, but it's just as important in the world of Lucha Libre. And this may tie into what you're talking about, because that name is Conan. Yes, exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, in terms of global impact, Conan yeah. cannot be understated. And I think what Conan has, he doesn't necessarily have the ring work that Ray does to make him notable, but he has the booking and backstage expertise. I mean, he had, Underground would not have happened without Conan. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He had such a big hand in the 90s. Lucha Invasion, and again, like you like you were talking about, Lucha Underground, and again, as Lucha is resurging in America, he's had his hand in each and every one of those. So while Ray has been the face of it, he's been the backbone of it, and have that's, this is more the reason why I think Dom's going to act the fool, because, like, how do you have two people that are that important to wrestling that have known Dominic forever? Without having new Dominic just go absolutely crazy. I I am so excited for this pairing. It is a huge deal to have Conan back at WWE. And to think about Conan and Ray, like obviously they've been close, but Conan has been instrumental in nearly every step of Ray's career. He was hired to WCW before Ray was, and he told them, you've got to check out Ray Mysterio. Um, You know, like... It, it, people don't really remember it, but when Conan, who was really like the hip-hop soul of the NWO, they all kind of dressed hip-hop and all that, but it was Conan who brought that to the group. But Conan left the NWO defending Rey Mysterio to start the Filthy Animals. So they've been boys even on camera forever and very close. When Conan, I, I guess he wasn't arrested, but he was definitely detained at the Chargers game. Rey Mysterio's there cheesing, taking selfies with Conan in the background, being hassled by the cops. Like, these guys are just so close, and I'm so excited to see it. And the way they can work together, knowing each other, trusting each other so totally, I think that this could really be magic. I also think, based on Conan being at the Hall of Fame, him being Dominic's godfather, I think we see Conan at WrestleMania. I I, I would be surprised if we don't see Conan at WrestleMania. 
And I would also be a little surprised if we don't see him turn on Ray, join Dominic. Be, I be mean, pretty interesting. It is, yeah. It, they have the background for that to happen too. Uh, you alluded to something though that uh, I want to swing back around for because you just casually dropped in there. Ray might retire, so let's bring up what you think the apuesta is going to be because it's clearly I going to be an apuesta. I absolutely think that it's going to be <laughs> career versus career. Because what has Dominic got to put on the line? Uh, hair? His, his I don't girlfriend? Know. Yeah. I don't think they'll do that. I don't know. I don't <laughs> think Angie'd let him have Rhea, even if he wanted. Yeah. So. <laughs> just, I just, that's the most valuable thing he's got. Yeah, it's true. And and so I I think we, I think we see career versus career. I, I, yeah, I think so, and I think uh, the mask will get involved in that. that I that do too. That. I think it all plays into it. I think that it's maybe who is the true Rey Mysterio or who is the true because Rey Mysterio is a title, not just a name. People always assume that's his name, and they always call him Rey. And but mm-hmm. Rey Mysterio is king of mystery, so it's a title. Rey and he is he is junior. He is the second person to hold yes. the Rey Mysterio. Well, actually, there's been more than that. There's been yeah. a couple other people. Yeah, that there's Rio Del Rey Mysterio Jr. And yeah, I mean, there's a lot that that goes on, and and the spelling is different now. When Rey Mysterio was in WCW, it was M I Mysterio in the Spanish spelling. Now it's M Y, and that was part of the deal with the Lucha Commission to get his mask back after he was. Unmasked oh, WCW. Okay. He spells the name differently now. It's technically a different character. <laughs> and I also found out in researching that one time that Rey Mysterio's character is supposed to be a falcon. Yes. Yeah, I was like, oh, that makes sense. <laughs> that's what it, that's what the birds on the side yeah. of his mask are. Yeah. Just, just very cool. And like I say, Rey Mysterio, undoubtedly, the the most important luchador of all time. I first saw Rey Mysterio wrestle in the middle of the night on a 17-inch TV in ECW in, like, 1995, oh, having those, one of those wild matches with Psychosis. Those matches with – any of the luchador matches in ECW, for those of you who haven't taken the time to do it, are so worth the effort. It doesn't matter which one you pick. doesn't matter which combination of luchadors you get. However – uh, Rey Mysterio versus Psychosis happens multiple times, and every one of them is magical. And, and those matches are so important to modern wrestling as we know it. There would be no Seth Rollins or, um, you know, some of those bigger aerial guys. All of that started with what you saw in ECW back in those Lucha Libre matches. There was just so much going on. Be- yeah, to to even a bigger point, there would be no um, Mystico. There would be no none of that high flying stuff that's happening in Mexico, and Mexico is synonymous for, even though that's not all of what Lucha offers. No, uh, and, and, and that's the other thing. These matches were what made that synonymous with Lucha Libre. The idea yes. that Lucha Libre is flippy stuff, like smaller guys doing real flippy aerial matches, that started in ECW with Ray and Psychosis. Oh no! I just I just made a connection that hurt my soul. Without Rey Mysterio and Psychosis, there would be no Young Bucks. <laughs> it's true. Well, yeah. 
six degrees of separation. (laughs) They, I mean, it's like the Velvet Underground. They say that, you know, only, you know, what, what is it? 10,000 people bought the first Velvet Underground album, but of those 10,000 people, 5,000 started a band. Well, maybe only 10,000 people saw Rey Mysterio versus Psychosis on ECW the first time, but 5,000 of those people went on to become wrestlers. I mean, you have to think yeah. about the yeah. inspiration. Yeah. and It was the first time I had ever seen wrestling like that, or Lucha Libre period, and yeah. it was very groundbreaking and just so fresh and exciting. And, like, Rey Mysterio had been putting on matches like that for years by the time he got to ECW. And he's still putting matches on like that. He has, like, completely robotic, bionic knees now. He's had <laughs> he's not human anymore. So, so many times. He's had the stem cells. I mean, he looks amazing. Rey Mysterio is so cut and muscled and just looks fabulous. And he's still putting on high-caliber, amazing matches this many years later, I mean, you know, yeah, twenty eight years later, and it's crazy. He's still doing things that inspire people, to, yeah. to be honest. Well, and then, it, uh, go ahead. Go, no, well, uh, finish your thought. I have. I'll, I'll come back for mine. I, I was just going to touch on his inspiration. He doesn't just inspire people in the ring. He inspires people. My son always refers to Rey Mysterio as the hero of his childhood. Uh-huh. He was like a real life superhero, and he always looked up to Rey Mysterio, wanted to be like Rey Mysterio. And so Rey Mysterio is a very big deal at our house because of that. But that inspiration, all those kids that were young then and saw him have grown up with Rey Mysterio mm-hmm. and it's such a big deal. And now that he's in the Hall of Fame, I mean, it's really a a huge, huge deal that can't be understated. So I've got to ask now, because this was the point I was going to make anyway. Was that was that's those matches you and your son were watching? Was that when he was going through the giant killer phase and when he beat GBL for the title and all yes. of that? Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah, like he was super yeah. inspirational. It's the tiny guy that managed to beat the biggest guys in the WWE and do the things that nobody in the WWE had done before because they'd all been Hulk Hogan looking guys before. Six foot giant muscles, like, you know, six foot plus in many cases. Yeah. <laughs> and to see a guy, I mean, if, if you haven't seen Ray in person, he's not very tall. And so for him to do things like beat JBL in less than 30 <laughs> seconds at WrestleMania, be world heavyweight champion. I mean, he did some crazy things in that run. And it, he made it seem like anything was possible. The sky exactly. was the limit. You could do anything. And kids latched on to that. Mm-hmm. And I know that John Cena, Roman Reigns, so a lot of merch. But I, you, when you figure long-term merch and all those masks that Rey Mysterio sold yep. – and unfortunately, a lot of that can't be tracked because Mexico, that's where a lot of the masks are made. But I guarantee you that for however many T-shirts and hats John Cena has out there, there are at least that many Rey Mysterio masks. I mean, you can yeah. you can see it in, in the any of the Mexico matches. Anytime you Absolutely. see footage from Arena Mexico or any of the AAA ones. Uh, Rey Mysterio masks are just littered throughout the audience. Like, you can consistently see Rey Mysterio masks. It's a, you, can, you can throw a rock into the audience and you'll probably hit one. Don't throw rocks into the audience. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. 
Uh, yeah, no, I, I just so the part about that him being inspirational to the kids in WWE though, I just wanted to point out was a huge shift in his character. So he has the thing that a lot of legendary wrestlers have now. He had he's had multiple iterations of Rey Mysterio that have kept him relevant to each generation. So like now you you have fans like you where you can remember seeing him in ECW. And your son can remember seeing him in WWE. He's doing entirely different matches with entirely different storytelling. Uh, and, and, but you can both bond over the fact that you both love the matches that he's done. And that's, that's a rare thing for, even for legendary wrestlers in Mexico. There's not a lot of those people that have had that impact on people. So we cannot, we cannot understate just how important he is. And we all started this with how important he is for the Hall of Fame, the WWE Hall of Fame. But at some point, he's going to be as celebrated in Mexico as Santo, I guarantee it. Absolutely. And, and like I say, I feel his global impact is much more important than Santos. Santo was just the first. Well, yeah, uh, <laughs> which is important, but uh, you're right. There's, there, there, it's a much bigger hill to climb to to be as important after the first. So, yeah. Well, I mean, it's. I mean, it's, it's, you both have covered so much of it. I think too, having this storyline right now, um, as well, just adds more, um, you know, drama to it. I think it's slowly becoming to, um, you know, the second most popular storyline in WWE. I think it's also been a great way to incorporate Legado de Fantasma, um, which, you know, I yeah. think was an uphill battle. Yes. Um, but this storyline has really done so. I mean, between the induction ceremony and what will happen there to what may happen at WrestleMania, um, there's still a lot to be seen. But it will, you know, uh, as someone mentioned, I think they're letting it breathe. They're letting moments of the story, um, yeah. you know, be a little bit more fluid, but also not cramming everything into a month's time. Right. And it's a similar thing they're That's doing. That's with... So overall. Yeah. Um, yeah. Sorry. <laughs> oh, no, it, on my end, you went, had you gone quiet. I apologize. Uh, and, and it's a similar thing, though, is what I was going to do, what they're doing with the other big storyline you're talking about, which, yeah. of course, is Roman Reigns. But that's not Lucha, so we don't need to talk. But they're doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's a sign of success that they're yeah. learning to do it. And, sorry. Continue on with your thoughts. No, that that's all. So, um, yeah, we will continue to, uh, you know, keep our eyes in particular on the story as well as the news um, that comes out regarding the Hall of Fame ceremony. Um, I also just one of the little aspects of it, just the location of it being in California. And, you know, it's not San Diego, but, you know, Ray is synonymous it's with not California. Far. It's not uh, far. So, no, it's not far, but, you know, <laughs> you there's can enough. Get there. LA and San Diego are very different places, you know. Yeah. Um, so, but still, I, I think too, it's a big homage to, you know, the, uh, influence and impact he's had in California. So, uh, again, very interested to see what happens, uh, when we'll officially get a WrestleMania match, what his induction will look like, and so, so much more. So make sure that you stay tuned to the Lucha Central Weekly <laughs> podcast where we're going to be sharing much more about our thoughts and opinions of this 
and everything on the road to WrestleMania. Now, before we head towards the end of the show, I want to do an impromptu uh, NXT plug because we haven't had NXT in quite some time. But as we are recording this episode, well, NXT is airing right now. And one thing I did uh, see um, as far as uh, pictures and clips of was Dragon Lee. Uh, making his first appearance on NXT with a very brief interview. Um, and so it is very exciting for me to have a Lucha influence once again on NXT. Um, yeah. I, you know, since, hope to see since that. You mentioned, oh, sorry. Mm-hmm. Since you mentioned that, he did make his NXT in-ring debut yes. at a house show. He did, yes. He <laughs> did make his uh, house show debut back this Saturday as well. So it's kind of interesting to see the two hermanos Lees on literally different sides of the U.S. Um, and pretty you know, pivotal matches, uh, on the, the single side. But yeah, he, uh, wrestled, uh, who we known as Carl Fredericks, um, which I think is a very, very good choice, um, of, you know, uh, of, uh, competitors, um, for his first match in NXT. So, uh, who knows? Maybe in the, you know, the upcoming weeks, we'll finally be bringing NXT, uh, conversation back to the show as we start talking about Dragon Lee. So. You know we will. You know we will. Um, But what I am going to be finishing off with is MLW Major League Wrestling. It has been a few weeks since we've talked about it. Um, So really just some cliff notes of some things that have been happening with uh, Major League Wrestling. Um, specifically highlighting some things that, that happened on their February 28th show. Uh, for one, we had your MLW middleweight champion, Lindsay Dorado, team up with Microman. Um, they defeated the team of Mini Abismo Negro and Delirious. Um, so Microman still making some really big waves. And I mean, especially his spots with Mini Abismo Negro. Um, again, Mini Abismo is, you know, a much taller than a microman. Everybody's still, much taller than microman. Yes, yes. Uh, but still also on that uh, shorter stature side. So he's a really good dance partner for um, microman. And microman actually getting the win with a roll up on Mini Abismo Negro. So um, he so continues. Go ahead. I just, I, I, my brain is still wrapping around this. Abismo, uh, Abismo Negro and, uh, and Delirious? And Delirious, yes. What a team. Yes. What a wacky wild team that I never knew I needed in my life. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but now now you know. Now you know. Um, also happening, or that did happen on the February 28th edition of uh, Major League Wrestling Underground, uh, John Hennigan, as we all known between uh, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Mercury, Johnny Impact, uh, Johnny Hardy at one time, um, whatever the last name is, he is now being known as John Hennigan, um, defeated Davey Richards to become the new MLW open weight champion. Um, and this was caused by a distraction uh, of the referee, um, when Cesar Duran came onto the apron, uh, Taya and, uh, came in to hit Davey in the back of the head with her women's championship. Um, and that allowed John to get the pin on Davey Richards. Um, now if you've seen some pictures, you do know that Cesar Duran, Taya, John Hennigan, and now Sam Adonis are all part of, um, 
this Azteca faction. Um, so not so much any Azteca underground, no separate show, it looks like. Um, but we now have Caesar Duran, um, more leading this faction, um, of lucha libre, uh, wrestlers. Well, one thing it is interesting that and I didn't say, I mean, they're all luchadors in their respective rights, but um, more of the American or North American influence than actual luchadors or those from Mexico or from other parts of the world. So kind of an interesting aspect there. Uh, but that's where we see um, Caesar's presence now. So no longer in matchmaking, really now the leader of this faction. Now we don't know if we'll have more, um, wrestlers as part of this faction. I think a lot remains to be seen, but, um, again, this is kind of a different direction from what we had kind of anticipated or had thought about for Azteca Underground. Um, other news coming out of MLW, MLW War Chamber is slated for uh, April 6th, um, already announced for that show, we will have John Hennigan, the MLW Openweight Champion, face Jacob Fatu. Taya Valkyrie will be defending her Women's World Featherweight Championship versus Delmi Exo. Um, and Willie Mack will be facing Real One. Uh, <laughs> So those have been some of the Lucha adjacent matches that have been announced so far for War Chamber. Um, So you have two champions. Um, Sam Adonis, I know, will probably be keeping his eye out for a championship at some point. Um, But also a pretty, you know, dangerous uh, group um, of very experienced, very talented wrestlers. Uh I had a a fantasy booking moment when you were talking about connecting the dots that they're not they're lucha adjacent, but most of them aren't Mexican. Um, what if we get a more noble group of luchadors to be mm-hmm. their counterpart? Like, yep. you know, like some that's not Mexican lucha. This is, and you start bringing some of the, you know, like your, uh, I don't know who's still on the current roster, like your Ray Oruses or somebody to yeah. the yeah. Well, for know. sure you have Lindsay. Um, yes. Oh yes, know, the most it, interesting have... of luchadors. Yeah, you have, uh, of course, Microman with a very, very big, even a small stature, big influence, mm-hmm. um, who, who may be able to, uh, combat, say, some of the treachery of Caesar Duran. Um, uh, yes. Yes, he may be balancing that out. You're right. The MLW roster, especially now, is in a very fluid state, it looks like. Um, they're bringing in lots of, of new people, but also they don't tend to be the type to, outside of a few announcements, you know, uh, mention when people are, are leaving or have left. Um, a lot of it is usually after the fact. Um, they tend to announce when people are assigned or coming in, but that is one thing that MLW, um, does a little differently. I would say their, their roster is a lot more fluid. So it is a little bit harder to know exactly who is, um, signed or, or who is actively working with them, um, and who isn't. So, um, yeah, but I, I do think, that would be a very interesting uh, storyline to have, you know, another set of luchadors um, stand up to Cesar Duran and um, his group, um, but still have a very great lucha match. Um, you, you just made this super easy for me to, to sneak in with this. While we're talking about we don't know who's under contract, that's one of the other things that came up with the Conan signing is um, there was 
serious talk because of MLW's still active lawsuit against WWE that an MLW wrestler would not be allowed on WWE programming. And yet here we have Conan being announced. So either they made an exception or Conan is not currently under a MLW contract. So uh, that was just a Lucha blog was the one that initially put those dots together. But uh, I just wanted to make sure we had that on here because I thought it was an interesting little tidbit, uh, especially since we were just talking about contract negotiations. Yeah, that's also another good point, too, about, you know, who is working behind the scenes. Um, because there's been a lot of change recently, it does kind of make sense to believe that um, Conan's no longer there. We've Again, we've seen the shift away from Azteca Underground and Cesar Duran's role. We've seen shifts in other storylines, um, you know even the the focus on some talent, the return of others. I mean, we even talked a little bit about um, Adi's enemies um, about a month ago and their status and, you know, the curiosity of, you know, are they signed? Are they not? I mean, apparently, yes, still, but that, you know, <laughs> yeah. not being utilized. That was the, that was the issue with that particular one was yeah. they were being held in mm -hmm. that contract. And wanting to get out, and uh, nobody on the MLW side is willing to con comment on that whatsoever. To your point about them talking less about being released and more, uh, as opposed to when people are signed, they made a big deal when they were signed. Now they want out, and they're not talking about those two. They're not using them. They were signed to do a bunch of matches, and they haven't done any of the, uh, a bunch of shows, and they haven't done any of those shows. So. Uh, just your little refresher on that, because uh, we still we still want an answer to that, MLW. Yeah. I don't know if you're listening, but we want an answer to that. We'd like to know what's happening with our favorite luchadors. Yes. Well, we will, of course, keep you posted with more that we hear from NXT, MLW, AAA, WWE, AW, and much, much more. So make sure you stay tuned to future uh, episodes of the Lucha Central Weekly Podcast, which is available on LuchaCentral.com. But, of course, that's not all that's available on LuchaCentral.com. Brendan, can you let our listeners know what else they can find on LuchaCentral.com? Absolutely. So if you haven't uh, visited LuchaCentral.com yet, it really is time to do it. Uh, LuchaCentral.com is your online home for Lucha Libre, where you can get all of the top news in English and in Spanish. You can find the best curated video content and original content not seen anywhere else. Find when Lucha Libre events will be happening in your area. Find photo galleries from top photographers covering Lucha Libre around the world. It's a place to have your voices heard from weekly polls to annual awards, seen and read by top executives in all of the major Lucha, Lib Lucha Libre promotions across the globe. And here we go. This It's still free. So you can't beat that price ever. Free, free, free. Visit LuchaCentral.com. Your centralized place for all things Lucha Libre. And while you're at it, don't forget to follow Lucha Central on social media at Lucha Central on Facebook and Instagram and at Lucha Central com. You can also check out Lucha Central's YouTube page where you're going to find hours upon hours of content like previous episodes of the Lucha Central weekly podcast in English and in Espanol, as well as other podcasts 
from the Lucha Central Podcast Network, interviews, matches, and other content you're not going to find anywhere else. And well, if you want to, go ahead and follow us on social media. Dusty, can you let our listeners know where they can find you? Yes, I am on Instagram at Dusty Murphy, and I am on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Dusty Murphy. And Brendan, can you let our listeners know where they can find you? Yes, I am 321 T-Shirt Guy. That's the numbers 321, and then T-Shirt Guy is all spelled out. I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram, and I'm all over the Twitters. And me, Miranda Morales, you can find me at the hashtag Miranda Hashtag spelled out on Instagram and Facebook. No Twitter. But go ahead and go bother Brendan or Dusty on Twitter. <laughs> Maybe Brendan. <laughs> he's, he's the Twitter aficionado on there. So yeah. go ahead. Uh, but follow us. If you are a pro wrestling uh, promotion, um, wrestler, referee, announcer, fan, photographer, and you'd like to share with us information about Lucha Libre matches and promotions happening uh, elsewhere, please reach out to us. We would love to feature them on a future edition of the Indie Roundup. We love learning about Lucha Libre in all forms, in all locations, all throughout the U.S. So please feel free to reach out to us on social media or on Lucha Central social media um, so we can uh, talk about it more. Also, if you are listening to us on your favorite podcast streaming platform like iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, make sure you subscribe, rate, and review. Subscribe so that way you get notifications each and every time a new episode drops. Leave us a five-star rating and feel free to put your review um, in the format. So with that, that is all for us this week. Thank you again all so much for listening. For Brendan Barr and Dusty Murphy, I'm Miranda Morales. Thank you, and have a great week, and we'll do this again next time.